Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to BYT Radio. My name is Brandon Weatherby. BYT Radio stands for Brightest Young Things Radio. Brightest Young Things is an arts and culture website based out of Washington, D.C., with a presence in New York and D.C. And we also throw events uh, next month, roughly at this time, is our Benson Ball Comedy Fest. It's the 10th year we're doing that. It's going to be very, very good. And two weeks after that is our Death Becomes Us True Crime Festival. It's a very different type of festival, but not really when you think about it. And uh, last week we had an event at a museum, and it was full of dancing and fun, and there were DJs there, and that's why we have the fellow we have on today, Matt Baylor. Matt, how are you? I'm good. I wasn't there. You weren't there, but you've been at BYT events in the past, oh, isn't yeah. that correct? Oh, yeah. And sometimes nostalgia is a tricky, tricky thing, yeah. and you've been uh, selling nostalgia for near on 10 years at this point. Yeah. You're You're almost giving it away, but yes, yeah, Your party, it, guess, technically. Peach Pit. Yeah. Uh... Is a 90s theme party. Mm-hmm. It celebrates its 10-year anniversary next month in October. Yep. The year of our Lord, 2019. Sure. Yeah. Let's go into a nostalgia fest. How many people that attend Peach Pit realize it's a reference to Beverly Hills 90210? Uh, that is a very... I haven't... You know, you've never pulled the, the audience. Yeah, I shouldn't like stop the music and like raise your hand if you've heard of. Will you promise to do that this next edition? I, I, I promise to think about it. Promise about that, that if you remembered that we were having this interaction right now, you will do that. Okay. Hopefully, I'll be having too much fun to remember this. Don't you not drink though now? Yeah, but so that you can should definitely have... remember. Here, you want but me to it... write you a note? <laughs> but I also used to do a lot of things that have resulted in a very compromised unreliable memory is that because of your uh football past and you have a success of cte <laughs> or is it because of the recreational drugs that you took or were they prescription drugs that did the same thing as recreational drugs that made you feel like a good person it was not prescription meth that i used to do did you do prescription did you do meth? yeah how often did you do meth <laughs> like uh Whenever I was awake for oh, so you're like you were like a years. big fan, yeah. You were like a devoted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guy. I was a devoted fan club president. Sure, got it. And all the other positions as well, because that's how you feel. Is it a big club? Is there a lot of see? When I think of social drugs, I think of cocaine. Sure, especially when it comes to like dance music. A number one, cocaine and ecstasy. Well, Close second ecstasy. For one, this was. Almost twenty years ago now. That oh I was yeah, doing Coke that. didn't exist twenty years ago. <laughs> no, so well, it started. I definitely, I started with Coke and then moved on to the other stuff. But yeah, I mean, at the time, it was, it was very. How long common. did you? I didn't realize we were doing an intervention, but I love it. How <laughs> how long did you do meth? Uh, so it's about nostalgia, right? So we're, exactly. like, now we're getting yeah, into yeah. it. Uh, probably about five years, start to finish. So like ninety three to ninety eight. Uh, to, to ninety eight to two thousand three. Ninety eight to two thousand three. Yeah. Do you? Did you have a meth uh, song? A meth song. Yeah, like sometimes when people get high, they have a song, or people get drunk, they have like an album they put on. Like, oh, this is this makes me feel good. I'm gonna listen to. Uh, it was pretty the much Bo Dean's. It I'm was trying to go with like a '90s band here. <laughs> wow, that's not. That's a good pull, right? That's like the opposite of. I was. You know what it was? It Vitamin was, C. That, <laughs> lens steal my sunshine. That those were no. Those were before. Those were before the meth. The meth was like. Like, do you remember? I don't know. This might be a, a gay-specific thing, but do you remember Thunderpuss? They were like the big remix. They did. They did that remix of 
It's Not Right, But It's Okay by Whitney Houston. Love and it. Started, so of like, course I know they that They were song. remixing every song at that point, and they did these like nine-minute epic club remixes of every song. The, that was sort of the That, that makes the a vibe. lot of sense. That was your meth vibe. That was my meth vibe, yeah. Because I would, do you I would go the, out dancing of all course. the time. Do you see the irony of listening to a Whitney Houston remix while you were on meth? I, oh, no. You just connected those dots? Explain that to me. Are you, I, okay, here's I the thing about I don't you follow. that I hate. I want to thank you for not assuming that I happen to be a straight man, even though I'm wearing a Katya shirt today. <laughs> I didn't even... Oh, my yeah. God, you are wearing... Oh, man. But I feel like this is the most straight-appropriated artist right now from the drag race culture. I just saw her in uh, New York. How was she? She was amazing. Speaking of meth... She's my favorite. Speaking yeah. of meth... Yeah. What, what about meth drew you in? I've this is actually going to help <laughs> the peach pit. I promise okay. you. All right, I'm in, I'm interested to see how this uh, this all tracks. Uh, I always liked being awake. Like I never, even when I was a kid, like babysitters had couldn't get me to bed. Like I just wanted to like. What's your current sleep schedule? <laughs> uh, my current sleep schedule is I let's see. I woke up today around eleven. Uh, Come on. And I was eleven a.m. a.m. Okay. <laughs> And I was up last night until... I'm usually up until about three-ish. So you're getting eight hours, but you're going to sleep, in my opinion, far too late. Do, sure. you, have a, do you have a small child? I, I do. I have a French bulldog, actually. Nope, it's not the same. No, it, Does it's... the French bulldog stay up till 3 a.m. with you, or is the French bulldog asleep at a normal hour? He sleeps as much, if not more, than I do. Yeah, because it's a dog. Yeah. So why are you up until 3 a.m. if you're sober? Uh, well, because when I, when I'm working, I'm up until so you were working anyway, last night. and I, no, but, but that's my, that's your that's schedule. schedule. How so often are you, uh, DJing? Uh, that's your job, by the way. Usually Fridays and Saturday nights. So what's your day job? I, this is the job. Yeah. This so is my Friday, job. so you're a full-time DJ. Yeah. So you want to keep that, that those yeah. hours. And also I'm, and I've always been a kind of night person anyway, so I don't Clearly. have a reason to be up at seven in the morning. So I'm not going to be, I'm not know? trying to make you wake yeah. up at seven in the morning. Where do you live? Uh, I live like right by Black Cat. So you live in a, in a super, super easy area to access in terms of all public transportation, in terms of all uh, ride sharing apps. You've never probably had a Correct. problem. Have you ever DJed somewhere like Echo Stage and then had a problem getting home? No. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Thank it's you. good to be a white man in America. Moving on. Back to the meth. Why stop <laughs> something that was so fun? For fi- You know, you do something for five years, you're like, I'm a... I'm a devoted client. Uh-huh. Why, you don't give up on your team is what I'm saying. Just because you have a losing season. I, I'm still a Cubs fan. They had a collapse this Oct- this <laughs> September. You understand what I'm saying. I do, yeah. I uh, Well, I, I kind of had to when I, I got arrested and put in jail. And How was jail? It was... Uh, I slept a lot. <laughs> so you needed jail. I, <laughs> I needed so a nap. I jail needed a, was a three-day nap. No, I Well... <laughs> Long story short, I was there for... No, no, no. Long story long. long story Let's long? go through okay. it. I guess, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I was passed out in my car. Was the car running? The car was not running. That's but good. I was, I was, it was on Santa Monica Boulevard. I was kind of parallel parked, but my, the tail of my car was kind of sticking out, so mm-hmm. cars had to kind of swerve around. Yeah. So some police officers came to, like, see if I could move my car in yes i was passed out and when i came to and my, i guess my window was down and i had a little bit of product on me not uh, not not a lot but like because i was broken homeless and i literally only had like well how much meth do you carry i mean if you have the meth isn't it like i have to do this meth now you know what i mean uh i i i don't know i just remember that i never had a lot 
because I was I it's had like no an money, alcohol. so it was kind of like I always had like a little tiny, and I would kind of try to make it last. You try to like stretch it. it, yeah, exactly. Like I have so I had like the dregs of a bag left sure. in, on me, and they found it because I was passed out. And so when I came to, they were handcuffing me and putting me in the police car, and then uh, so I was in the. This is 03. This is 03 in West Hollywood. So I was in jail for a weekend. And I remember it was like a, like a Thursday through a Tuesday because okay. there was like a some reason that they couldn't do it on Monday. And uh, during that time, I got in touch with a friend of mine who lived in L.A. who got in touch with my parents. And they contacted a lawyer friend in L.A. who made an arrangement with the judge that if I came back home to Maryland, went into rehab... And was on probation for two years. If I stayed clean for those two years, sure. then they would drop all the charges and there would be no record or anything. And, and thank you for publicizing it now in 2019. That what? That all that happened. I'm a clerk. Oh, yeah. I'm very, this is, I am. I mean, it's not a, it's not a. Nothing but gratitude. It's not a secret, right but yeah. And so, yeah. Why so 16 more, and a half Why years isn't later. it more shameful for you? <laughs> why sorry, isn't sorry. it? Here, here's, here's my quick question. Yeah. Let's go through the timeline here. You're in, you start in California. Mm-hmm. It's 1998. Mm, well, I started there in 2000. I started here before I left, started here and then I moved there in 2000. I'm not saying this is the reason. I'm just positing some... Like, let's try, try to figure out why. All I'm saying is... The Red Hot Chili Peppers released the seminal album, Californication, in the summer of 1998. You happened to start taking meth in 98. You then moved to the base of the Red Hot Chili Peppers... Southern California. You get caught on the Santa Monica Pier, a place where the Red Hot Chili Peppers... Not on the pier, not on the pier, on the boulevard. On the boulevard, yeah. but near where the Red Hot Chili Peppers have performed on rooftops. Uh-huh. All I'm asking is, do you think Anthony Kiedis, Flea, John Frusciante, and Chad Smith have anything to do with your former meth addiction? I can tell you that they do contribute to the fact that I now currently have no shame about it, because now that I've had this wonderful sobriety and and now i i think it's kind of my responsibility to just give it away now (laughs) that's awesome i was waiting to see where you went with that and you delivered sorry that was great yeah we do this you're great okay so you're not here to talk about drugs but we're definitely going to keep talking about drugs okay peach pit is a 90s theme party Mm -hmm. why do something based in nostalgia if the 90s weren't so great for you oh then that i mean the end of the 90s were not great those years count (laughs) <laughs> but that was, but the other eight years were, I mean. But it's not like the Peach Pit. We only play music from 90 to 97. Right. I definitely play that Whitney Houston remix. That's right, you do. Uh, I, uh, hmm. I mean, well, first of all, I was in high school from 1990 to 1994. Mm-hmm. And then I was in college from 1994 to 1998. So, what you graduate with? So, the. What's your what, degree in? Uh, <laughs> theater. So thank you for still laughing at yourself. <laughs> what was the bigger from, mistake, from, meth addiction or theater? Major? Uh, the bigger mistake was probably Duke University for theater. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a huge. You, I just thought you went for the basketball. Pro- yeah, who, who goes to Duke not for basketball? I mean, or like law? The answer would be me. Why did you go to Duke? Because I got in and it was pretty. Duke's a good school. It's yeah, it's a great school uh, for not theater. And I mean, for and uh, to be fair, like I did have a good experience there and I did, you did. do some cool theater there but it was not definitely not like not if I had known and that's the 
see, my thing is that when you're in 12th grade, yeah. you don't know what to look for in a college. No. You just don't know. So I was like, I got into this great place. It's really expensive, which means it must be really good. It's beautiful. It beautiful. is beautiful. It was yeah, far yeah. enough away from home, but not too far from home. The logic is sound. So, I'm not going to give you shit about that. But I didn't that. know what I... And I was like, I'll get a good general education. Did you have a minor? No. Okay, so you're just a theater major. So just, it's, yeah. you, you don't even have a backup plan at Duke? No. Okay. But I, but I had... I mean, I was smart. I had, like, an education. So I, you know... And nowadays, like, who... You know, what do you even need to get a job? I don't know. Because I'm a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> You still like doing this. Oh, yeah. Why? I'm glad you do. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> oh like I gosh. am. Existential crisis. Go back to math. Noon on a Thursday. Uh, I, because I, I, because, I don't know. I just, I can't imagine doing anything else. Like, I've Well, when you were to... 22, you imagined being in theater. Mm, when I was. When you graduate, you were, I'm assuming you graduated college within four years because you said 94 to 98. Correct. And I'm uh, assuming you were 22 when you graduated, or 21. Mm, it was one of the two. I skipped kindergarten, so. Uh, okay, you also were addicted to meth, so you're not. You can't do that. I you can't, can't make people feel in, like <laughs> less than because you're like, like, I'm super smart. I skipped kindergarten. And I'm a. Fuck and, you. And I'm uh, Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for my life. <laughs> Sorry for being so accomplished. I decided to waste <laughs> multiple I, years. You know, beat math, then, you know, you can too. You, know? <laughs> you guys didn't even try. Yeah. To beat <laughs> Come on, get your shit together. Okay. Uh, so that's really what we're advocating for. I, <laughs> Five years of meth addiction. No. But then 16 and a half years. Don't do it, kids. It's, it's not. It's not. You really know our listenership. Kids. <laughs> um, okay. Right. Don't do it, Grandpa. There I don't you know. Go. Huge in the grandpa <laughs> podcasting. Actually, yeah, it's probably a lot of podcasts are grandpas at this point. All right, so when you were 22 or 21 or fine, 19 when you graduated college, <laughs> what did you think you were going to do with your theater degree? Uh, by the time I finished there, so while I was there, I was actually, I acted a little bit, but I got more into directing. Okay. And um, at the for the era that I was there, I was basically the only kind of student director person that was actually doing anything. And um, and at the time that I was there, the drama part program there was kind of going from being sort of this underground black boxy thing to mm-hmm. trying to become a full-on department with like big productions and musicals. And they were like bringing guest artists down from New York City and trying to like make it more legit. Mm-hmm which I guess is great for them, but was not great for me because that's not what I was into. What were you into? Like, were you into black, black boxy, yeah. like kind of more experimental, not nothing insane, but like just kind of not. So in your ideal budgety. world, you'd just like to see a show in like a hundred seat room. Yeah. Or I mean, I, that's I, my preferred. I, I like, yeah, that's more my preference. I, yeah. I'll see anything, but it's like, that's what I was into working on. Are you, are you the same way musically? Cause if, if it's up to me, I want to see something in a super small room or the biggest room. Like I want to see something in the arena or I want to see something that's the size of maybe this room, which is what? Like, 10 by 20. Like, yeah. I want to be on top of the act or all of the lights and pomp and circumstance. I like, I, these days I like being on top of the act in a smaller mm-hmm. room. Like I, um, although tonight I'm, I'm losing my anthem virginity and I'm seeing Lizzo. Okay. Which I'm pretty jazzed about. You and the rest of the BYT stuff. Oh, I will not man. be there. So, oh. Well, there goes that discussion. Director to DJ actually makes a lot of sense to me. Well, that's the thing is like when I, when I was done there, I had managed to direct a couple shows, but it was so not kind of encouraged and supported, and mm-hmm. and uh, it was 
just everything was such a struggle and such a, and I'm saying, I mean, that was like college, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, I didn't have the resources and the sort of access to make things really flow. And so by the time I graduated there, I was kind of like, I don't want to do theater. Did anymore. you ever, have you staged anything in the last 16 and a half years? I haven't done anything in theater since. No desire. Because I was, it was just like, if it's this, you know, they say like, wait till you get out into the real world. And I was like, well, if it's this hard here. But is it, I mean, you get to pick your everything once you're out of that support system. Yeah. In theory, you could stage something now. And it would take about the same as you producing a show. I mean, on like a, a little a DJ night. practice. I understand after, that. Yeah. But, but one could. But you, you don't miss that part of your former self. Uh, I, I, I miss some of, I miss, yeah, I do kind of miss that. But, but do you get to scratch any of those itches because you produce nights like yes i would i would say it's a it's a it's a i guess i haven't really thought about it like this but it's sort of a different kind of yeah because you're curating the night yeah but instead of a script you're dealing with a playlist look at you yeah i'm great you're so smart i don't i also spent a lot of years on the santa monica boulevard listening to the band everclear oh yeah they were off in santa monica and their song yeah like that song santa monica santa monica yeah there was also a savage garden one but i guess that's probably too gay for you not gay enough for me. Oh, wow. Not savage enough. I wow. want the most. They weren't very savage. That's an odd they name for that group. They were easy listening. They were. They're yeah. like. They're way too pleasant to be savage guard. Their like upbeat stuff was pretty pretty upbeat. fun. But exactly. Not, I mean, savage is is a wild misnomer. But if it was, I'm trying the Coup Sauvage, the local group. I don't think they're together anymore. I don't know them. They were like that's a good use of that. Anyways, <laughs> that's a bad transition. Let's get back to the nostalgia aspect okay. of it. Do you think you'd like doing the nostalgia thing because it's an easy gimmick? No. Then why do it? Because it's still so goddamn fun. Like it's, you don't get sick of the tunes. I don't. I, Ten I, years. I don't. And of lens, steal my sunshine. <laughs> I. Well, and the thing is, is that I. What surprises me, and what I think keeps me interested in it, is that people keep showing up. Like. If they are not sick of it and they're still having fun to the How same has the crowd changed over the last 10 years? Because uh, I am a little bit younger than you, barely younger than you. How old are you? 36. Okay. So I went to high school in the 90s as well, but I was 97 to 2001. So I remember all of these as they were happening. Where Now I'm assuming the majority of people that are going to DJ nights are between 21 and 30 versus 31 to 40. I mean, again, I haven't. You know, pulled the. Once, why aren't you pulling I, your cross? That, that sounds so, really dirty. You know that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, why aren't you pulling your cross? And I like these people probably didn't live through it. Now, yeah. you're introducing a newer night, Sunday afternoon, a newer, older night, yes. an '80s night, and I didn't. I mean, I lived through that, but like. I like maybe remember when Paula Abdul's stuff came out in Which the was like late nineteen eighty nine. Exactly. Yeah. I, I lived through it, but I have no conscious memory of like, oh, the new the fourth Clash album is great. I'm a month, you know. Which is kind of what I'm excited about because it's like a lot of it from even for me. For, I feel like the eighties are not like when I first started going out in the nineties. Like eighties nights were big. Oh, huge, absolutely. Like, but now I feel like. People don't. It's almost like a lot of. Like, there are a few touchstones well, the, that like the Houston's and the Cindy Loppers. There's that, those, like, and then there's also the Black Hat Smiths versus Cure like Cry Nights, right? And that's it, right? And there's like the the kind of fundamental hits, but like for a four hour DJ set, like that's not. It's not going to be all like. There's not enough stuff that people know, so exactly. it's kind of exciting to. It's like a new 
for me, a lot of it is, is new and, and more experimental than, say, even the 90s, which I know what people are going to dance to because they know all these songs because they hear them every month, whereas the 80s now are kind of like, I don't know if they'll know this one or I not. Think you're I don't right. even know if I know this I one I think it's a not. good distance between. Also, I, I'm interested to see who will be at 80s nights because I highly doubt it's people that went out in the 80s like listening to, like, oh, great. What's well, this new order band? I love Joy Division. Like there, those people, though they exist, aren't probably going to be attending. But well, because but it's Sunday afternoon, exactly. they might. Yeah, that's sort of what we we wanted to try to sort of, you know, try it something a little different. And also that also frees me up a lot to not necessarily, and it's because it's on the rooftop of DC Nine mm-hmm. where you you can dance and stuff like that. But like, it it's not the pressure isn't to like keep a full room of people dancing yeah. for an entire night. Or you're going to clear the dance floor. It's more like let's come hang out. Let's hear some yeah. '80s tunes. If you want to dance, if you know the songs, if you like, it's it's a little bit more. I don't know really kind of how it's going to turn out, but we, I'm excited about it. Uh, Kaylee Dugan and I, uh, uh, she's the assistant editor of Brady Chunk Things. We've had two DJ nights, at, two DJ afternoons at DC Nine, and we both wanted to do dumb things. So hers was perfect. It was goth Jimmy Buffett because that's her personal style. <laughs> so it was a bunch of goth music with Jimmy Buffett. Nice. And that was it. So it was a lot of like lays but like with like like, like black eyeliner. Lays. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then another one we had in <laughs> a daylight savings time party. So 100% of the songs were time related. Wow. And all of the decor was just like big clocks and dumb <laughs> shit. And like L's and then tea time. I'm sure you played Cher if I could turn back of time. Of course. We yeah. played, um, I think we played time after time once an hour. Something like because that. Because you'd play time after yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After like time at after four, time after, after five, time. and six. Yeah. So those I think are perfect. And also, I'm older and I would much prefer to go to like a gimmick night or a gimmick thing, 80s counts. In the afternoon, yeah, because I'm older. Well, honestly, it, it, it w- w- some of the really f- uh, most fun for me uh, events that I DJed were back. I don't, I don't think they still do them, but back when BYT was doing the pool parties, yeah, over it was it. a long time ago. And I think the last one was I would DJ some of those, and and I would DJ them with Shay, who I did, yeah. did mixtape with, and there there's literally no pressure to make people dance. No. Like, you want to play cute stuff that's, like, you know, summer and pool and, you know, whatever, but you can kind of play whatever you want because you're not going to clear the dance floor. This and is, that's a nice kind of... Oh, yeah. That's a perfect kind of vibe to, like, so play we whatever had, you want. <laughs> there is a caveat with that. Uh, you can't go, it's like, too lewd because uh, we... Um, there's a bunch of comics that I like um, and they DJed that party in 2013 and one of them was 20 at the time he was like barely out of high school and they played like the lewdest stuff they could find and they were kicked out oh not by us but by the management of the hotel being like you can't play that you're at a pool party but you can't play songs huh. about butts or something it was very about, odd that's it was more so you can play nothing from 2019 it was much more sinister than butts <laughs> they're evil butts anyways <laughs> Um, that sounds like a party I want to go to. Are you afraid of becoming a nostalgia trap? Uh, no. Me personally or yeah. me the party? No, I don't, the party's whatever. You personally. Mm, no, I don't. No. I mean. I, like, what do you listen to when you leave here? I listen to new stuff that I can add to my sets at the other places so that I do this you're always week. trying to listen oh, to new yeah, stuff. Because I'm off during the week. So, like, yeah, what else am I going to do with my time? Listen to more Len Steal My Sunshine. <laughs> Is it Len or Lem? It's Len. L-E-N. L-E-N, yeah. Wasn't the lady pregnant in that video? Oh, I don't know. I think know. she was. You know what? I don't know if you knew this. That kid grew up to be the baby on the Nevermind Club. Grew up to be yeah. the baby? In 1998, the kid that was born 
grew up to be. I'm just. I, don't, I know. I think you're on your. I think I'm right. Your uh, daylight savings. That's good. That's a good reference. Wormhole. What's your favorite place to DJ in the city? Hmm. I mean, DC Nine is fantastic. Kissing ass. Uh, it just Get is. I mean, I'm, I've been there for. I've been there literally every month for. We started there in our second year. So, what's nine, the perk if you don't drink nine. at a bar for ten years? What's the when you yeah? Because when you're DJing, like the reason why Kaylee and I did it, besides the the wads of cash we were raking in, was you get to drink. <laughs> like that's why you do the thing. Yeah. Or else, just like stay at home and listen to music. Like why? What's the perk? Uh, it's it's I guess it's making people dance. It's it's Boo. like it's it's you know what it is. It's directing theater. It's I mean you're okay. right. Like I never kind of made that connection before, but it is like it's it's giving people an experience. And, and also, I mean, part of it is also, I guess, sort of the gratification that like, oh, I guess I do like decent music or, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, cause, because other people are enjoying this as well. So I'm not just like this weird, like I was like this weird 10 year old kid listening to the top 40 for yeah. four hours on a Sunday. I'm like, oh, I actually, that actually turned me into something that I can, that, that, someone that can create something that people are. So you enjoy. did listen to America, uh, Casey, Casey Kasem, Kasem. Yeah, Shadow Stevens, Rick D's, all those mofos. What happened to Casey Kasem? Because he died. No, no, but like, remember the, the pretty viral clip of Casey Kasem doing an act, like, like a, freaking out on somebody, the devotion read that yeah. went awry. Was he still alive when that came out? <laughs> he was still alive when that came out. Yeah. Cause I remember hearing that on like, uh, like when I was a teenager, how many people do you think know anything we're talking about? Casey oh. Kasem, was a DJ. He was I essentially. I want to. You know. I have. I have to use Dick Clark. He was the Dick Clark of radio. Dick Clark was the Ryan Seacrest of the time. Oof. Is that fair? Because yeah, uh, Dick Clark wasn't nearly as obnoxious as Ryan Seacrest. Sorry, Ryan, if you're listening. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I used to listen to Ryan Seacrest on the radio, passed out in my car on meth in L.A. That's what the first place I heard of Ryan Seacrest. Hey, then, someone sounds like they're dreaming of Californication. Then, <laughs> am I right? California dreaming on a fall day. Okay, you're that's from the '60s, and you don't DJ those parties. So We're talking sh- about up. oh maybe I, should I was say talking a about party. I was talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You can be played at your about. '80s and '90s party. What's your favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper song? Oh, this came up recently. It's the uh, freestyle Anthony Kiedis does the acapella version of him rapping about dolphins. I don't. I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll have to yeah. Google that. Look it up. Yeah, I look will. it up, son. I, yes. Uh, what's your preferred compliment when you're a DJ? What's the best thing that could happen to you? What's this song? I love it. Or thank you for playing blank. Lens, steal my sunshine. I love, thank you for playing blank. Uh, I love seeing people hold up a phone and Shazam a song that they don't know. To me, that's the ultimate like goal really is to, because that's what I wanted. Like when I was a kid, like that's what I wanted. I wanted to play songs on the radio and be the one who decided which songs got played. Cause all the same it's worse now, obviously, but all the same songs got played over I and over. I would say it's better now. And then there were like songs that never got played on the radio that I would discover when I was like 10 years old or something and be like, why don't I hear this on the radio? It's just as good as this other stuff. So now I get to kind of do that. And when I see people discovering a song that I'm playing, that's really great. And How then, often is it to uh, Lem Steal My Sunshine? <laughs> Len. Is in Lemmy. I get it. No, it's no, it's L-E-N. Like Lend. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. looking at me, but you know you know what I'm saying. Let me. Uh, it's not often to that one, huh? Nothing. <laughs> uh, it's not often to that 
song. I think people know because everyone song. knows "Steal My Sunshine." Yeah. yeah. Do you think you're going to get a lot of requests for uh, Lemmy's "Steal My Sunshine" during your '80s party? If I don't know a song by that act that you're making up, he's now. the lead singer of Motorhead. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, does he have a song called "Steal My Sunshine"? Yes, he does. That would I'd let like me kill Meister. Uh huh. Birth Leonard, name Leonard Kilmeister. Leonard from the band Motorhead. Okay. There's an umlaut over the O. I think that's probably how you're not. Which is o? it umlaut? I don't think it's. Is it umlaut the two dots? Yeah. There's an umlaut. Yeah. Which O? I think the first one. Yeah. Is, is it? it? I don't know. I think it. Like oof. you're asking the wrong person, Katya. <laughs> My Katya shirt is a metal theme shirt, so it this is. is actually I have a, a decent reference. I have a similarly death metally shirt that has. Um, it says Celine Dion, and then it says, yeah. has a death metal picture, and says, "My heart will go on." And like death metal letters. He's googling Motorhead for you I'm listeners. I'm ninety percent sure it's the first one, if not both. No, it's the second one. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yep. And it says his name is Len Steal My Sunshine. No singer. <laughs> no, I don't think it does. I think it does. I don't think it. Well, does. we can't ever check again. Yeah. Sorry, internet. What do you eat at DC9? <laughs> what do I eat at yeah, DC9? they have food. I don't know if I've ever actually eaten there before. What do you do there for four hours a night? Just, you people must I, dance. I play music and try not to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that life, man? I mean... Aren't we all just doing that? That's, that's you know, all in a day's work, When you man. break it down, we're yeah. all just playing music and trying not to pee. <laughs> yeah. That's what this that's is all. the story of my life. Crazy circle. Yeah. Some say it's flat. I, yeah, the globe. Well, I'm referring to the globe. Yeah, <laughs> the Earth. What did you think I thought you meant? Probably the the 33 and a third platter of the album featuring the song "Steal My Sunshine" by the artist. You got to get off of that. Let me kill myself. <laughs> Let me kill myself. <laughs> Let me. Don't. Do, did you ever think about doing that? About killing yourself? No. Oh wow, <laughs> that took a turn. Uh, no. Really? You were on meth for how many years and you never thought about killing yourself? Oh, uh, not then. No, definitely. I thought I was on top of the world then. I was were like, you on top of the world? No, but I thought... <laughs> <laughs> sure shit thought Do I you was. have any memories of that time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I remember... I, yeah, I, I remember some of the people. Name one. Uh, name one. I name mean, I remember one a lot person. of... Uh, the person who kind of kept me alive, his name is Gary. Oh, that's just nice. I can't make fun yeah, of that. You can't make fun of that. Um, was it Gary Glitter? No. It was not, because that would Because be, he's a bad person. He's a bad person. How often do you get requests for Rock and Roll Part 2? Never. I can honestly say that. Is that a 70s or 80s song? I think it's 70s. I think it's 70s. Damn it. It might be, it might be early 80s, but I think Will it's Will you 70s. consider throwing a 70s party just to give Let's Gary... Let's see how the 80s goes first. <laughs> just to give Gary Glitter the acclaim he deserves. Don't ever Google Gary Glitter. Yeah, just don't. assume that he's a great guy. Google Glitter, because Glitter's awesome. The, the hit film by Mariah Carey. <laughs> that too. Yeah. I don't know if <laughs> yeah. you have ever heard of the artist Mariah Carey. <laughs> She's, was she, she, was, uh, she was around in the 90s. She's a 70s artist. <laughs> well, based on Tommy Mottola's age, she's a 30s oh, artist. Because oh. he's an old man. Yeah. And yeah. then she married him, and then Nick Cannon. And then if you combine the two... It's age appropriate. Yeah, sure. Because that's how marriages work. That's how marriages work. How's right. your kid? Good. Good. <laughs> are you uh, are you playing <laughs> lots of Len for him? No, we play uh, Lemmy Kilmeister, Steal My Sunshine yeah. on the on the reg. That's what we say at the household. It's not a thing. We put on Motorhead, Steal My Sunshine. <laughs>
They actually, actually, that would be an appropriate title for a Motorhead song. I'm not song. familiar with Motorhead, but are they kind of death metal-y? That's what I feel well, like. De- I'm, no, I'm they're not death metal at all, but a lot of the death metal guys loved them. So I'm um, like, I know, they're more up garage. They're more garage and thrash. I mean, Lenny, Lenny's favorite artists are like the same as Ozzy's, like the Beatles. Okay. And if you look at listen to his first band, it's just like American blues, but he's British. And uh, the imagery is way more influential than the sound because um, they're a really talented three-piece, and they play in key. And uh, the origins of death metal, specifically Norwegian death metal, is a sludgy, and it's almost more industrial than it is metal. So not really where... This is like a straight-up three-piece blues bland, but like... Blues bland? <laughs> oh, you nailed it. Blues bland. Is that what you said? No. Uh, how is that helpful? Think about what you... How, how are you adding to this conversation? <laughs> I'm just trying to get a word in, but... Yeah, uh, Motorhead's great. And there is one song that you could play at your 90s theme party from the Airhead soundtrack. I think it's Motorhead and Ice-T collaboration. Okay. It's, uh, it's Wait, from bad. what soundtrack? The Airheads movie soundtrack. Okay. It's really bad. What was that? There was some soundtrack in the 90s that was all, it was all like rock artists paired with Spawn. Yes. Are you, I, mean, I think that's what I'm thinking. The of, electronic yeah. one? It was like Crystal Method with Filter. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. the whole thing was like. Spawn. Yeah. I, have to look 19, I, I want to say 97. It might be 98. But yeah, yeah. the Michael J. White uh, vehicle starring John Leguizamo as the evil clown. Yes. Yeah. What are your thoughts on John Leguizamo? <laughs> I think he's cool, man. He says something like a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. That was a super big soundtrack. Yeah. How often do you get soundtrack requests? Uh, let me think. I mean, wasn't Len Steal My Sunshine? Wasn't that a soundtrack? <laughs> I mean, is, yeah. I think that was in a movie. It's in all the movies. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I feel like people don't know that necessarily that things are. Oh, although I have gotten random uh, people. One, one person in particular that I'm thinking of has repeatedly asked for. <laughs> Um, a part of your world from the Little Mermaid. Is it? <laughs> I'm like, is it your former mixtape partner? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. that's '89, right? Little Mermaid. Yeah, I think it's. I've never bothered to look it up because I'm, I'm, I can't just like, bring no. myself to. Well, I, I can't do that. I, Why? Because I, because I, because it's honestly because it doesn't make me want to dance. So ah, uh, okay. A, but if there was like dance a cool party. dance remix of it, you're like, I'll consider it. Maybe. What's your yeah. favorite thing to play this week? This week at, yeah. at like anything nineties wise or anything? Anything? Uh, I mean, I'm just all about Lizzo right now. I know that's because your love of flutes, that's right? So basic, bitch. But you, you really do sound basic. I, I just, I'd like to thank you for apologizing. I, well, I saw her. I saw her at nine thirty club back in the spring. I guess whenever that was, and it yeah, was, no one knew of her then when she sold two sold out shows in like a second. Well, but like, but that was literally like right before she blew the fuck up like, yeah it's not like she was on the soundtrack of the biggest comedy of the last no year. i've known i've been playing her for like two or three years now which and and so like seeing her yeah become this like next level thing well it is interesting that she's opened up for sleater kenny the last time they played dc at 9 30 club my sister saw her when she opened for heim yeah. which i was like I was like, I, I enjoy Heim, but I was like, that's an odd combo. That makes way more sense to me than the Lizzo Sliderkinny. Well, but then I was also like, I can't, like, I, I enjoy Heim, but I can't imagine them not kind of being a little bit of a disappointment after a Lizzo opening set. What are your thoughts on Gap ads from the 90s? Because if you love those, I feel like you're going to love Heim and there's nothing they could do to disappoint. Did you say I'm going to love Hyman? 
Because I don't think that's going to happen. Sorry, ladies. Thank you for making that joke and not me. Because if I say it, it's a slur. But if you walk right into it, I'm sure your hymen is lovely. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> put that on a shirt. Uh, what, wait, what was the question? I, I'm not going to talk about that. What? I just want to talk about your new shirt that's available. <laughs> what was... I don't remember what you just asked me. This is because you did meth for so many years, it, and that's it, why we opened it, that it, the show from '98 to 2003. Truly is, yeah. Meth, yeah. Don't do it. How much do you think you spent on meth? Uh, wow. Uh, uh as little as possible because sure, I clearly. did not have. Yeah, what did you do for money or job employment or, for those years? I. Uh, what did I do? I um, I temped for a couple months on and off, which is was fine because you could call up one day and say like, Oh, I can't go to work today. Cause, Cause know, I have to do math. Right. Uh, and then like I played the piano in a restaurant for tips for a little while. And How, I, what did I, you play? Like a ballad of Billy Joel or was it a classical? No, it was like pop. Did you stuff. sing? No. Okay. Uh, and then I VJed at the bar revolver yeah, you did. for a while, but I like, Kidding. How many I actually LA... slept there a lot, like because I didn't have a place to live. How many so, like... LA stereotype boxes could we check in this conversation? Because there's like a dozen. Thus there's, far. A, there's a Red Hot Chili Peppers album in me somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know what? You, you asked me how much I spent on on meth. on meth. But what I often think about is how much I spent in like high school on music. Like because back then, like I legit like would buy singles yeah, and yeah, yeah. full cassettes and then CD and then like. Because you know we didn't oh, have I do. you know we didn't have what we have now, and like imports and stuff that wasn't available here. and I'm like and they're all for the most part gone now like I don't know where they are they lost them somewhere along the way and I'm like I wonder how much money that I don't know where I got that I spent on all of this like like hard copy music I love that that's your biggest regret <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's best my way biggest regret. that's your biggest regret it's the worst thing you ever did. But I probably spent a lot more money on that than I did. I'm sure I spent a lot more money on that than I did on, on Crystal Meth. A, because Crystal Meth was pretty cheap, and B, because I never had money to spend on it. I depended hey, on the kindness of strangers for a lot of that. I hope that your career takes off where you could afford as much Crystal Method as you desire. Crystal Method? The band. Yeah. I want you to buy their entire catalog. <laughs> It's like what? I just have to enunciate really clearly when I when I say what I'm what I'm purchasing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Give no, me no, all no. your crystal method. method. They were on the Family Values tour. Were they? Yeah, the second one. Yeah, Crystal Method. That's Family Values, man. <laughs> you know, and that I always mix them up with Chemical Brothers for some reason. I think they came out around the same did. time, and like they're two like mm-hmm. the Crystal Method, the Chemical Brothers. Mm-hmm. Like something about their. I, I, I mix want them up. It, I think Crystal Method are from Vegas, and Chemical Brothers are from the UK. That and one right. of the Chemical Brothers was dating Lily Allen for a minute, and were engaged, and they didn't make. Oh, I like her. I liked her past tense. What did she? Jesus, she said "fuck you," and you're like, "No, I love that oh, song. Yeah, that's a great song." Uh, Jesus and everything since then has been really, really bad. I, I have not kept up with her. Yeah, but I, I think I don't her second album is damn now. near perfect. Is that like, the one with "fuck you" and yeah. "not fair"? And it's one of the best albums of the. I want to say the first decade of the year. Oh, might have been the first decade now. of the year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Got to go back to California to Yeesh. hang out with my friends Anthony Kiedis. Yeah. Flea, oh, I John actually, I and actually Smith. saw. <laughs> this is you'll appreciate this. Maybe I don't know. I actually. <laughs> Because I was, you know, up 24 hours a day and, of course. and not many places were open 24 hours a day. One of the places that was, was Kinko's back in the day. Of Remember course. We used to like be able to go, you know, 
So for some reason, I was at a Kinko's at like, I don't know, three in the morning or something in LA. And I saw Anthony Kiedis making copies in the Kinko's. Did you say True hi? Story. No, because I was, I was on math. Yeah. What yeah. year was this? What Ooh. could he have been doing at three? I, I got to make copies. Probably like, uh, probably 2000, 2001. I also saw at a check cashing place at like three in the morning, which, what does that tell you? Uh... <laughs> George Clinton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's, he's, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think we've checked every single yeah. uh, stereotype is, of LA. Is this is George perfect. Clinton at a check cashing place at 3 a.m. A, a stereotypical LA yeah. box. Was this still dreaded? Oh, yeah. That's, that's awesome. how, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Was he, is he not dreaded anymore? Yeah. He's got, he like wears suits now and he has short hair. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want to s- see the embodiment of all of these stories, I recommend going to Peach Pit. Third Saturday of every month. At? 10.30 at DC9. And then when the, the Sunday afternoon events start? On October 20th. Cool. Because it's Peach Pit's 10-year anniversary. That's so so cool. we're kind of starting this new thing and seeing how it goes. That's the 80s and the evenings, the 90s. We're going back in time. <laughs> the older we get? I don't know how this works. I like you quite a bit. If people want more information, if they want to buy tickets, just go to DC9. I think the Sunday event's free, right? Sunday event's free. That's cool. Three to seven. On the roof. That's awesome. Yeah. I like you quite a bit. People should follow you online? Yeah. How should they do that? Uh, Facebook, DJ Matt Baylor. Uh, You can listen to some 90s stuff that I pick from each of our uh, parties each month at 8tracks.com slash peachpitdc. Matt, I like you so much. Oh, my God. Get a room. Thank you. I will get a room at the beautiful Line Hotel where we record this at Full Service Radio. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a wonderful night. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C., Full-service radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at Full Service RDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>